Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tim Horan, Wallaby's great, is on the line now. We've got him. Woogie, the great man. Hi, Tim. It's Badge. G'day, boys. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your listeners. Yes, and you. and you too, mate. Thank you. Uh, we, we appreciate you joining us uh, tonight on Sports Day. Wow. What a decision this morning by Phil Wall, Dan Herbert, and Hamish McLennan to surprise. Was that a bit of a surprise for you this morning? I think it was, Jase. Yeah, I thought uh, my mail was that Dave Rennie was going to continue on till this Rugby World Cup, and then he was leaving after this World Cup to potentially go and coach in Japan. And then I thought Eddie Jones or a new coach would come in on the 1st of November this year. But the Rugby Australia boards decided to move early. And, you know, Eddie Jones' win record with England's over 70%. Dave Rennie, unfortunately, is low 30s with the Wallabies. And the difficult part with Dave Rennie, with the Wallabies, boys, as you know, we play the All Blacks two or three times a year. We play the Springboks a couple of times. So difficult matches. But, yeah, it's been interesting to see how I feel for Dave Rennie. I think he's leaving a pretty good Wallaby team Injuries come back with Samu Karevi, etc. And they're a good chance of making a semi-final of the World Cup and maybe going further. Does this mean we're a better chance now under Eddie Jones, uh, given your you know, experience and, and what Eddie can bring to a side? I think, uh, Badge, what Eddie can bring Rugby World Cup-wise. I mean, 2003 World Cup, remember, he obviously coached the Wallabies, then lost to England in the final. Um, what he did with, he was assistant coach of the Springboks in 2007 when they won the World Cup. Of course, then with um, England, what he's done in 2019, he beat the All Blacks in the semi-final to take England through to the final of the Rugby World Cup. So in that tournament, I think he plays a style of game that knockout footy, which wins you test matches. And I think, yeah, I think it's a good opportunity badge for this Wallaby team and also for rugby, I think what he'll bring to the game. He's going to throw some hand grenades and media will jump on it and he's a character, but he's a very astute coach and works very, very hard. Hey, Tim, do you think there was a turning point for Dave Rennie, like perhaps the the loss to Italy? I I think so, Jase. I think you're making... And I'm a big fan of Dave Rennie. I think he's done a wonderful job for the Wallabies. I think what what he did do really well was bring the values and the standards back into the gold jersey post the Michael Checker era. And I think... That Italian game, making 12, 13 changes, uh, probably disrespected Italy a little bit, but also what Dave Rennie was trying to achieve was put some players out there to see how good they were, and they didn't stack up. But maybe if you made four to five changes would have been the way to go. Win that test match, you could have won a couple more on that tour, and that's probably was the downfall of Dave Rennie, especially when, when Eddie Jones got sacked from England. That was the, that, you always knew Eddie Jones was probably going to come home at some stage. What what does Eddie do that's different um, without getting too technical, Tim? And and is eight months long enough for him to make these changes to the way the Wallabies are going to play? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's if it was a new coach that was had been coaching Super Rugby or from an outsider, Eddie knows the game. He's been around it for a long period of time. He can play a really quick ruck game, which means the ball comes out very quickly. So the defence of the opposition don't have a lot of time to align. Um, he spent a lot of time in Japan. That's the way that the Japanese rugby play now. 
uh, because of Eddie Jones's time in Japan. So, um, but he's also got a very physical um, side. I, I think he'll, he'll pick a very big forward pack. Um, where does that leave someone like a Michael Hooper? Maybe Michael Hooper has to come off the bench in the second half, and Eddie's got a you know game plan that you know is fast but also brutal. And uh, as I mentioned, he he works from five o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night on his players, on his program and understanding the opposition, but also making sure he gets the best out of every single player. Is is he got a real tough edge to him? Are the players in for, some of them, in for a bit of a shock, you think, Tim? Oh, I think they are, yep. Yeah, definitely. He's, um, you know, he's got a real edge to him that, you know, if he will play some mind games with some players to get them better. Um, some players will get a big shock fitness-wise, um, but also that hard edge of, if you want to do it, mate, I'm with you. But if you don't, I don't want don't want any part of you in my team. So he's he's ruthless, um, but he's also a very kind person, and, and players want to play for him. Is eight months long enough to get us ready for the World Cup? Yeah, I think it is, Jase. Yeah, it's um, as I said, the badge. It's you know he's a very experienced coach, and you know it. Um, he'll study the Super Rugby. Obviously, four or five months of Super Rugby, all the five Australian franchises. He'll be all over Australia making sure that he's got the team, a squad to get together, especially for those first couple of test matches. We play the Springboks, Argentina, and two test matches against the All Blacks. So there's four test matches before we go to the World Cup, and you play France in Paris two weeks before the first World Cup game. So you've only got five test matches before the Rugby World Cup starts in France. So Eddie will want to be on his game early. Are we going to look back at this, Tim, in, at the end of the, the World Cup and say... It was an inspired move by Rugby Australia, or it was, or it was crazy. It was a panic move they didn't need to make. <laughs> yeah. Get your crystal, crystal ball, ball mate. Hey, <laughs> Get um, it out. I think, like, I think success for me personally would be the Wallabies make the semi-final of Rugby World Cup. Then post that within the next two to three years, you have to win a Bledisloe Cup. We haven't won it for twenty years, and then twenty twenty-five. You've got to be successful against the British and Irish Lions. They come out here in two years' time, just over two years. You've got to win that series. You you put those three in place, and that's a huge success. Oh, yeah. All righty. One of our uh, regular listeners, Rooster Muzz, wants us to read out a text to you, Timmy, before we let you go. Uh, it's to Woogie Badge and Vertically Challenge Jack. I can't spit Tim Horan and Mark Eller as the two best Wallaby backs in my time. And I'd certainly have Tim Horan and Ireland's Brian O'Driscoll as the two centres my world's best 15 of my 50-plus years. Is he saying because you're over 50? I don't know. <laughs> uh, three fantastic blokes to boot. Do you agree with him, Tim? Would you put yourself in that side? Well, I wouldn't put myself um, drinking some pints of Guinness with Brian O'Driscoll. I've had one <laughs> session with Brian O'Driscoll in, in a pub in Dublin, and he had about 10 to my two. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, yeah, but you deserve to be in the same field as him, no doubt at all, Tim. Good on you, mate. Mate, we appreciate it. And, uh, of course, uh, looking forward to what is going to be a very exciting year of rugby for the Wallabies. Catch it on Channel 9 and Stan Sport. That's where you'll see Tim Horan. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, Badge. Thanks, Jase. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.